is Scotty and Andrew, and you're listening to Fun with Horror. Well, hello, all you carnival barkers out there, and welcome to another beautiful episode of Fun with Horror, your bi-weekly movie review podcast in which my best friend Andrew and I take turns giving each other movies to watch, and then we discuss them the following week. We only have two rules here. Number one, whoever picks the movie has to pick a movie they've never seen, and number two, we both have to watch that godforsaken movie. <laughs> Last week, I picked Toby Hooper's 1981 horror movie, The Fun House. As I said, it was directed by Toby Hooper. Toby Hooper, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and of course, stay tuned to the end of the episode in which we get to hear the movie that Andrew, sweet, sweet Andrew, is going to pick for us. <laughs> and of course, as always, if you enjoy the show, please go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave us a rating and a review, preferably a nice one, because it would really <laughs> help us out. Without further ado, hi, sweet face. <laughs> hi, adorable. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> good. <laughs> happy Halloween. Oh, yeah. Happy Halloween, man. Yeah. Today is Halloween. <laughs> Today is Halloween. <laughs> That's right. Trick or treat. <laughs> That's right. Check your candy, people. Check your candy. Don't blow out the jack-o'-lanterns. That makes me think of something, buddy. What does it make you think of? Well, this past week, I watched uh, Halloween 2. Nice. And, and I always rem- I, it made me remember that when I was young... Mm-hmm. The part that scared me the most in that movie was not Michael Myers. It was the little kid that bit into the razor blade. <gasps> and mm-hmm. he, he they go to the hospital and he's got the razor blade sticking out of his mouth. <laughs> yes. Do you remember that? <laughs> oh. I do. I do remember that. <laughs> that. That terrified me because that was something that stuck with me whenever I went trick-or-treating. Oh, well, then let that be a lesson to kids. Have kids watch Halloween 2. <laughs> so that they know to check their candy. <laughs> and to always shoot in the eyes. That's right. And, and literally hit it in the eyes the first shot. Both of them. There's two Both shots. <laughs> two shots. Boom, boom. Bam, bam. <laughs> uh, some other news, buddy. Yeah. This is interesting. Um, yes. Fangoria Magazine. <gasps> they uh, They recruited some collaborators, and we were lucky enough... To become one of them. Woohoo! So we are uh, collaborating with Fangoria Magazine, none other than Fangoria Magazine. Right. That's so um, awesome. And what, what that means is that if, if you, our beautiful listeners, go to the Fango shop online uh, and at the end of your order, punch in the, the code, it's Fun with Horror Podcast, all capital letters with an underscore in between each word. Uh, if you enter that in, you get 20% off your entire order. Whoa. Including first-time subscriptions. I don't think it counts if you're renewing, but first-time subscriptions to the magazine, 20% off. Dang, man, that's a good deal. It's a pretty good deal. 
especially if you're subscribing because that can be pricey. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, it's, that's pretty exciting. Also, uh, if you look in the description of the podcast, the link is there. And if you just follow that link, it puts in the code for you, or you can enter the code yourself, nice. whatever you want to do. And I hate to sound like a salesperson, you know, I hate to sound like a salesperson, but, uh, Fangoria is, it's, uh, it's something that I've, I've loved Fangoria magazine for many, many, many years, as you know. Mm -hmm. And as, as you have too, my friend. Yeah, dude. It's so cool. I seriously, thank you for doing the work on that. That is so cool. And it was so much work. <laughs> you did the work on it, man. I know you did, and I appreciate it. But it's really cool that it's like I mean, it's Fingoria. That's a that's a big deal. That's really yeah. cool. I think it's a big deal. I think it's pretty exciting yeah. myself. I I do too. <laughs> oh, also, I should mention this: if if anybody out there, if you buy stuff and punch in our code, we actually we actually get a little kickback. So it helps us. It helps the podcast. Yes. So do that. Yes. Um, <laughs> do <What> else. <clears throat> what else, buddy? Oh, oh, I know what I was going to ask you. Have you watched Morbius yet? <laughs> I, even though it's so easy to watch because it's there on Netflix, I have not. <laughs> I don't have the courage yet <laughs> to do it. <laughs> what <courage>. about you? <laughs> here's here's what happened. It hit Netflix, uh-huh. and I immediately, I was like, finally, it's free. I can watch it, but I didn't watch it, and for one reason, I did not want to raise its views number. <laughs> I didn't want them to think it was more popular than it was. Yes. Yeah. But maybe now I can watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know, man. I just heard so much about that movie, and... I've heard so many bad things. Yeah, none of it good. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to see for yourself at some point, right? Yeah, it's true. I mean, like we say, you can't, you know, everyone, it's all subjective. It might be a great movie in my eyes. I don't know. Yeah, what if we both love it? That would, and then I'd feel bad. And then we followed it up with a uh, double feature with the Munsters, Rob Zombie's The Munsters, <laughs> and we love that too. What if we love them both? Another one I'm very, very worried about watching. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, there is an audience for every yeah. movie. That's true. That is absolutely true. <laughs> what were you about to say about the Munsters? Well, I was just going to say, I mean, just watching the trailer itself, I just it was a little, a little for me personally, it was a little cringy. Yeah. And so, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, maybe some point. We'll see. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, the one thing that keeps me from going to that one mm-hmm. and watching it is just that it's two hours long. Is it really? Yeah, and that's been one of the biggest complaints about the movie. I haven't seen it, so I can't judge it, but right. uh, one of the bigger complaints is that even for people that enjoy the style and the nostalgia, mm-hmm. they say it just wears out its welcome a little bit because it's so long. It should have been a little bit shorter. Yeah. But I want to see for myself. An hour and a half is good. Yes. An hour and a half. Just like the fun house. (laughs) Who will dare to face 
the challenge of the monster. Who is mad enough to enter that world of darkness? Something is alive in the funhouse. Something not alive like its father. Something better dead. Something that has the form of a human, but not the face. This better be good. It's gonna be great. Something that feeds off the flesh and blood of young innocents. Something that tonight will turn the funhouse into a carnival of terror. The Fun House. It's a carnival of terror from Toby Hooper, the director who terrified you with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Scotty, this is our our Halloween episode, man. Yeah. And you you brought us you brought us back in time a little bit, buddy. A little bit because I even though it's been a year, mm-hmm. our episode that aired right after Halloween last year was mm-hmm. about uh a carnival type situation. It was it was a Halloween haunt, but it was Hellfest. Right. And I right. thought let's let's stick with the uh with the theme and go to another carnival type thing. I love it, man. You and you took us you took us to a fun house. That's what you did. Yeah, you know, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, before we jump into Toby Hooper, that's right, the Toby Hoopers fun house, the fun house. <laughs> Uh, everyone, if you have not seen this movie from, I believe, 1981, uh, and you're okay with spoilers, stick around. If you don't want spoilers, hop on uh, Peacock or rent it or buy it. <laughs> I don't care what you do. And watch this movie and then jump back in and join us for the rest of the episode. That almost sounded angry. <laughs> like, if you don't care about spoilers, just go hop on Peacock, why don't you? <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Can't you see I don't want you anymore? No, that's from Lassie. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> good <Wow>. morning. <laughs> that's a deep cut, buddy. <laughs> that was a deep cut. <laughs> the movie's messed up. Uh, anyway. <laughs> but, of course, uh, there's your spoiler warning. But, Scotty, <laughs> my question to you, are you ready to give us a three-minute recap? Yes, and uh, I am very confident about this one. I would hope so. <laughs> Not a very complicated movie. <laughs> it's really not. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Are you ready? Yeah, man. Do it, man. Let's let's hear it. Okay, wait. Let me reset my clock. Here we go. Oh, okay, sorry, go so the fun house is basically about four young people. I think three of them are teenagers. <clears throat> One, maybe not. We've got Amy. <laughs> We've got her first date, Buzz. We've got her friends, Liz and Richie. They all go to this carnival pretty late at night i might add and (laughs) at some point i'm just going to say they have a good little bit of fun and at some point richie has the brilliant idea that they should uh go into the fun house get out of the cars while it's going and then spend the night in the fun house it'll be fun right so 
they do this. And the next thing you know, they can see this room under the floorboards and they see a this Frankenstein character who is the assistant at the funhouse kill this fortune teller lady. It's crazy. So then what ensues is the four young people trying to escape. Uh, they're not able to escape because all the doors are locked. Then they get back to their place and now they're watching under the floorboards and the carnival barker or the funhouse barker turns out he's this uh, Frankenstein kid's dad and he's berating him. He finds out that somebody stole the money. Uh, spoilers. It was Richie. And then he, the <laughs> Frankenstein guy goes into a rage, takes off his mask. Turns out he's a mutated person. He's, he's got a, he's a monster. I tell you. <laughs> and then what ensues after that is yet again, the, the four young ones trying to escape from the fun house and they start to die. Richie gets hung and then axed in the head. Uh, Liz then falls through a hole in the floor, comes up against the monster who beats her to death. Then that just leaves uh, Amy and Buzz. Well, Buzz comes up against the Barker, has a fight, kills the Barker, and then the monster appears. Well, the monster, I guess, shoots Buzz, maybe? We'll talk about that. And then chases Amy through the funhouse. They end up in this gear room where Amy somehow outsmarts this monster and traps it between two gears. We assume the monster dies. The end of the movie, Amy walks out of a broken doorway and out into the carnival midway as everybody is tearing down the carnival to move to another town. Dang. Look there at we that. Go. There we go. Two and a half minutes. Perfect. That's what I got, too. Look at that. Yeah. Proud of you. <laughs> Thanks, pal. Well, I guess, I mean, the next question, man, that everyone wants to know, what did you think of this movie? Well, Andrew, I'm going to tell you, but I'm kind of curious about what you think, too, but I'm going to tell you first. Okay. Please do. Uh, I thought this movie was okay. Yeah. I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was great. I thought it was uh, middle of the line there. Hmm. What about you? Um, I would say similar. I think I liked it maybe a little less than you, but it wasn't, it was just, there's, there's some good cheese in it. I'll say that, which I appreciate. Um, but it, I, one thing I wish is I had seen it when I was younger too. I feel Same. like this one would have been fun. Yeah. I'm yeah, with when you. I was littler. Totally. So yeah. Other than because that. You can tell it has that eighties nostalgia feel to it. Totally. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh but I didn't grow up with it, so I didn't have that nostalgia. Right, exactly. And I think I would have liked it a lot more. This would have been one I could have seen like if this had been one I'd seen as a kid, this is totally a movie I could have seen myself watching quite a bit more growing up just because I'd grown up with it and it's kind of got that sentimental value, but as an adult watching it, <laughs> I would say like I don't know, there's just yeah, a lot of cheese to it, so Here's what I'm going to say. Lay it on me. And I don't know how much you'll agree with it, but mm. I think the pacing and the story yeah. is what lacks. Yes. Because everything else is actually really great, in my opinion. I think I would the, agree. the acting is really good, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the, the cinematography is mm. was the highlight of the movie. I thought For it was sure. a beautifully shot movie. 
Yeah. And then the music is great too. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, I just thought that it the story just got a little boring at times. I agree. I completely agree. In fact, that's one of my notes is like towards the beginning when they're going on rides, I was like, this is none of this is necessary. Okay. See, that's where we're going to disagree. <laughs> oh, I actually, okay. Interesting. I actually kind of liked that section of the movie. Really? Okay. Well, let me tell you this, young Andrew, because yes, you are please. younger than me. <laughs> which which is what's so beautiful about this podcast, because we have uh, generational differences in how we view things, you know? Right, right. How many, how many like, carnivals like that have you ever been to? Um, a few. A few. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what did you think of them? <laughs> well, they're fun. Yeah, we have, like, where we're at, there's a fair, but it's it's, it's essentially that. Okay. Well, then maybe we're not so far off here because when I was growing up in in Pensacola, Florida, Mm -hmm. uh, we had the Pensacola Interstate Fair. I think they still do, but I don't live there anymore, so I can't say that anymore. But anyway, I would go every single year. Nice. And and so this – just them going to the carnival and having fun and doing what they're doing – it brought back memories of that. Not necessarily, mm. you know, smoking weed behind the tent or anything like that. <laughs> but but just the feel of a carnival, I think mm-hmm. the movie captured that like perfectly. I no, I I get that. I would agree that it does capture that. But I think for me I was I was watching it as a horror film, so I'm sitting there like, well, what's what's I want to see some stuff. Let's get there. Come on, guys. Totally so. get that. And I you should know. have felt the same way, but I didn't. I, I strangely felt more bored after the horror started. Funny. Okay. And there, I will agree, there's definitely some moments after the horror starts where it does lag. For sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think for me, though, I, I have that note of just them being at the on the rides. And I was like, all right, let's, let's get to it. I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to die. So this was directed by Toby Hooper. Right, yeah, crazy. <laughs> it is crazy, and uh, but I will say one thing: mm. the the whole stupid controversy over how much control he had as a director on Poltergeist. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should absolutely be put to rest if people watch this movie. Um, it's fair. It's, it's not the story. Obviously, isn't as strong as Poltergeist. Right, 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 right. But you can definitely see some of some of the movie making skill that he would bring to poltergeist in the way he filmed some of these scenes. Mm -hmm. And in fact, even though it's not Jerry Goldsmith, it's uh, John Beale composed the score. Mm -hmm. There's times when the score absolutely sounded like poltergeist. Nice. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, dude, that's true. I mean, that's how I saw it. Maybe other people don't, but that's how I did. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I totally could see that though. I yeah, I like that. Um, hey, you look at me. What did you think of the opening? That oh, I love the opening. That was probably my favorite part of this movie. The obvious Halloween homage. Yes, but just seeing all those animatronics. Oh, oh, you're talking oh. about the. <laughs> you're going to the opening credits. I'm doing. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing the the credits though. Like that was awesome. I loved each of those animatronics. 
Yes. And I was like, this is so cool. And it got me really excited for the movie because it was so, <laughs> they're all creepy, man. They're all creepy and eerie. And I was like, yes, if this is what the movie is, I'm on board. I'm I'm with you. Uh, <laughs> even though I was talking about the uh, introductory scene, I love the yes. opening credits. Yes. Well, and yeah, yeah, yes. It was definitely Halloween and Psycho was also thrown in there. Yes. Um, But then I was like, uh, I don't think I would ever do that to my sister um, when she's showering. <laughs> I was like, that's a little weird, Joey. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about Joey in a second. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to talk about something else that was cute. Yeah. Kind of cute. I guess you can call it cute. But did you notice? So when when he is about to stab her with the fake knife in the shower, mm-hmm. did you notice she already had a little red mark on her skin where he no. stabbed her? No. <laughs> like, how many times have you done this take? Right, yeah. Well, Joey is probably screwing up the whole time. He's like, oh, shoot, I messed up. We're going to have to do this again. <laughs> He's like, Darn. he's just sitting there going, oh, boobies. Oh. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm so distracted. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was really good. Okay. All right, well, let's talk about Joey real quick. Yeah, let's talk about Joey. Let's talk about that little waste of a character. Yes, yes. (laughs) What purpose did he serve? None. There was no purpose. I really thought he would, like, save the day at the end or something. Or Or if if it was more uh, tropey, he would have become part of the peril he would have been like something right. that amy had to rescue right yes you know what i mean yep he was he was i don't even know why he was there <laughs> like he it, yeah it made no sense there's that creepy scene too where the guy's like hey little boy <laughs> like in yeah a and i was like whoa where are we going with this like, and then the next happening? thing you know his parents are there and it's like oh nothing creepy yeah. happened at all and it for me, it I think the only purpose it served was to show the frustrating scene where her parents are like right there and they can't hear her right. yelling through the fan. Yep. That's so, yeah, that yeah, I totally get that. But I was like, God, that's like twenty minutes. You could have just well, maybe not quite twenty, but you know, that's a good chunk. That was really not necessary. Oh, creepy. You're Sorry, talking about creepy. the guy in the truck. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Dude. Yeah. It's because I thought like, pulls the guy out the that gun on him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was so weird. Was but there so were weird. I was like, there were lots yeah. of little things like that in this movie that had no purpose. Yeah. Like yes, you're the right. The two the two homeless people that were just in and out. Like there's the old lady. <laughs> yes. You yeah. know, God is watching you. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was the. uh the other homeless guy that like appeared at the beginning when they first get to the carnival and Amy walks into him. And oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. And then, and then he appears later just as something for the kid for the kid to bump into after the monster right. almost grabs him. <laughs> and he just almost, he runs into this bum and knocks him over. And then that's the last you see of the bum. Yeah. The uh, bum, yep. the homeless guy. Homeless guy, and even like the homeless lady, you see her at one point in the background when the uh, girls are making the phone calls to their home to say, "Hey, I'm sleeping over at so and so's house." Like she's in the background, like looking in the garbage, and I'm like expecting her to do something, 
No, she was no, she, she was, was absolutely like she stopped and she was listening to them. Right, right. And it made no sense. But then like, nothing happens. Exactly. Yeah. It was so weird. So yeah, there were little things like that that were just yeah. like maybe in the movie just to add atmosphere, maybe. Maybe. I'm wondering like is there a director's cut where they had more scenes or something or well, I, I it just was so weird. I can tell you that I have the 4K Blu-ray of this movie and it looks beautiful, first of all. Nice. And there's a nice commentary track with uh, Toby Hooper and uh, a moderator, another guy. Um, but there's no director's cut. So huh. what we what we have is what we have. Okay, interesting. So anyway, <laughs> Joey's a horrible character. We've, we've settled yeah. on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no point. <laughs> uh, Amy's, Amy's, no, Joey's room. I think it was Joey's room. Um, mm-hmm. I, uh, something made me think of you, buddy. What was it? The ventriloquist dummy's head. <gasps> yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> What'd you think of that? <laughs> I loved it. I thought that was awesome when he moved the eyes. So I was like, yeah, dude, that's creepy. See, I was hoping you weren't scared. <laughs> I wasn't. No, this not anymore. I mean, ventriloquist <laughs> dummies scared the crap out of me back in the day, but now I, I think they're creepy and cool. <laughs> the right amount of eerie. So, uh, okay, so Amy is leaving her house. Her parents are overbearing parents. Pretty, pretty Wait, horrible parents, on. actually. They're overbearing, but she's like, oh, uh, we're going out at 9 p.m. And he's like, all right. Yeah. It's like, wait. What time is what? it? It's past 9 p.m. That was just weird. Like, she's going out past 9 o'clock. <laughs> and then there's some other weird stuff that I can bring up now because they go to this carnival. Mm-hmm. And, okay, they go to the magician show. <laughs> so, right. So, what time Dude. do you think the magician show happened? Like, 9 30 10 i don't know it was really i would say late. closer to 10 or so like even 10 30 yeah and then he's like yeah. he's like another show in two hours and i'm like <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> two hours wow that show's never happening Jeez. yeah because yeah. it wasn't Especially too long after that like <laughs> yeah go ahead yeah that's what i was gonna say they closed the shop or yeah they the place. <laughs> um so it's Amy's first date with Buzz, who I actually ended up kind of liking. Yeah. Yep. He he looked like yet another character that looked like he was going to be a big kind of a douchebag dude, but he turned out to be a nice guy. Right. Yeah, he wasn't bad. He was not bad. Um, Amy was played by Elizabeth Barrage, who uh, I don't know if you recognized her, but I immediately recognized her from the movie Amadeus. Oh, whoa. Okay. Yeah. I actually have never seen that movie. <laughs> it's been a while, but I she's memorable. Mm-hmm. She was very she was the lead, so Wow. Okay. Interesting. Um and then there's Liz and Richie, her friends. And uh mm-hmm. Richie was played by Miles Chapin, who was uh he was in a couple things. He was uh in a movie called Hair, which is one of my oh. favorite musicals ever. Really? I don't know that one. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that on our Fun with Musicals podcast. <laughs> but he was also in Howard the yes, Duck. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, of course he was. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh of course uh and when they get to the uh carnival, the the wonderful line one of my favorite lines of the movie. Uh, he's he's talking about how how terrific a guy Buzz seems to be, and uh, and mm-hmm. Liz says, you know, Richie, when you're stoned, Charles Manson's a really terrific guy. <laughs> Genius. Uh, I also like that um, Buzz is telling a joke in the car. Wait, no. Was it mm. Richie? Yeah, no, it was Buzz. Buzz was telling the joke in the car. And Amy was just oh, like right. kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah, Amy was kind of over it. But then like mm. they get to the carnival and then <laughs> like all this time has passed and Buzz and Amy are on the Ferris wheel and he's still trying to explain the joke to her. <laughs> he needs to work on his jokes, man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> the other, oh, I, you know, something I wanted to tell you, buddy. Yeah. Is that I think you're an absolute pistol. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Who says that? I don't remember that. Uh, uh, Liz does to Amy in the bathroom. She says, she says, oh, right. Okay. Buzz is such a hunk. He's an absolute pistol. <laughs> I was like, I don't ever remember anybody saying that when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, maybe that was Toby Hooper being like, "I'm going to start something cool. I'm going to get a new <laughs> phrase out there." Maybe. <laughs> um, pretty soon we're introduced to my favorite actor in the entire movie, Kevin Conway. Um, he plays the carnival, the Barker, not just one Barker, but all three of them. So was he? Oh, okay. And Weird. I didn't realize it. I I was watching the movie the first time, and I thought to myself, "Is the same actor playing all three Barkers?" And then I looked it up later, and sure enough, it he was. And evidently, uh, he, according to Toby Hooper, he refused. He not refused, but he only took the part on the condition that he could play all three of the Barkers. What? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and there's actually even a nice little part close to when the carnival closes that shows like all three of the barkers one after the mm-hmm. other and it's pretty cool. Oh, I'll have to watch that part. I really didn't realize that was the same guy. I did think at one point they all look alike. <laughs> but I didn't realize that was him. Although I will say my favorite line is like Alive, alive, alive. Yes. <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> and the great thing, but that's the other thing about that, why I loved him so much is that he played three completely different type types of uh, carnival barkers, and each yes. one oh, yeah. was very realistic. To- oh, totally, dude. I could absolutely, absolutely, excuse me, see all of them at a carnival. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Especially the... The alive, 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 and then the the funhouse Barker. Yes, yeah, for like, sure. Like that was so perfect because mm-hmm. there's always a guy out there, and he's just like, "Do you dare to come into the funhouse of death?" <laughs> and he's talking real low, and mm-hmm. it was just so perfect. It was. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. 
Now the fairs I went so to, happy. yeah, uh, the fairs I went to never had a uh, strip show. So yeah, I, I thought that too when I was watching this. I was like, uh, uh, what kind of fair is this? Because I've never seen that before. Well, I think older fairs did though. Wow, or that's older crazy. carnivals. Yeah. Um. Wow. The cow, the deformities when they go into the deformity tent. Mm-hmm. Those cows were real. I thought they might be. Yeah, I thought like so. The first one is obviously real, and it's just like a cow with a cleft lip, and oh, it's so sad. It's so cute though. He just keeps licking his little nose. But then, <laughs> but then the two-headed cow is actually a real cow deformed with two heads. Crazy, right? And I've heard of like cows like that and sheep and all that, so I figured it was real because it just looked too too real like even though it looked very different it looked yeah especially for an 81 movie i was like that's real yeah right that's crazy also the little deformed baby that was real no i'm kidding that was fake (laughs) (laughs) no no that was fake rick baker rick baker uh designed the creature and the effects in this movie yeah oh cool that's awesome um i love rick baker also yeah I keep talking about the cinematography. Um, Andrew Laszlo was a cinematographer. He also did The Warriors, First Blood, Inner Space, Star Trek V, First Contact. He did wow. a lot of cool stuff. and um, That's awesome. Yeah, according to Toby Hooper, it was The Warriors, basically, that got him the job because The Warriors had such colors in it, like popping colors mm-hmm. and... uh and so he wanted that for the funhouse and man I can't I can't stress enough and the thing is like also I watched this movie twice once on my blu-ray and then once on Peacock um mm-hmm. and the blu-ray the 4K transfer is absolutely impressive nice the f- the fact that a movie like this can look that beautiful is just unbelievable that's awesome um so yeah, the magician. What did you think of the magician guy? It's <laughs> <laughs> so creepy and weird, and I love too that like during like ADR later, all the lines that are coming out like get a real job. Oh what yeah, it's <laughs> like what? <laughs> it's so weird. Oh uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, he was creepy, man. He was good though. Like he, he was, was good, good. Yeah, uh, character actor guy. Yeah. Yep. Um. Another funny thing, so the, they sneak behind the strip show tent to uh, to get a peek, <laughs> yeah. and Liz goes around the corner, <laughs> and I don't know if you noticed this, buddy, <laughs> but she bumps into an, yet another homeless dude. Right, yes. <laughs> who, if you watch, and you watch without sound or anything, he's just uh-huh. looking through the hole in the tent, right? Right. But if you listen to the audio... There's absolutely the sound of somebody peeing, and then when he turns around, zipping up a zipper. <laughs> but his hand is nowhere near his zipper. Like, <laughs> it was so weird. I played it a couple times. I was like, what? It's so random. Did they just like they just threw in the sound of peeing in a zipper? Just, uh, I don't know. The freaking 80s. Right. Or maybe it was two kids, one on top of the other. Trying, I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, Where was that know, going? Like, like the old, like, <laughs> where 
two kids are like looking in there trying to pretend to be an adult and like the little oh guy. yes yes <laughs> in the big trench coat yes yeah exactly and so it was okay. like the one on, on the bottom that was zipping it up we don't know <laughs> okay don't buddy know, yeah i'm just I'm going. i'll just be doing this the rest of this podcast by myself yeah sorry <laughs> bye <laughs> all right so let's get to the fun house the t- the titular fun house <laughs> yes. yes i love that word titular um <laughs> what'd you think of the big the big lady over the she fun was house great too it was honestly every animatronic on this i was like yes these all right? look cool they all look creepy and fun i loved them i loved them before we go further what mm-hmm. what did you think about the clown in the poster for the movie not even being a character in the movie at all <laughs> clown in the poster you know the clown i don't remember that i guess when last week you looked up the poster for the movie oh 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 the in the clown. Mo- i thought you meant in yeah. the movie there was a poster. no no the, the <laughs> yes. movie poster for this movie it's a clown yeah, that, and yep never <laughs> yeah there's no clown <laughs> the only clowns in this movie are like the animatronic clowns right exactly that's so funny. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. I forgot about that clown. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But anyway, so they they go in this fun house. The fun house was huge. Yeah. Uh, um man. But it made me think of something and this is just a personal tidbit to my life. Mm. I never went in fun houses when I was a kid. Did you? Uh, no. Not at all, actually. And it wasn't because um, I was scared, but I guess I was always told that they were just cheap and like the right. outside was better than the inside. Right. Yeah. Yep. I don't think fun houses look nearly as good as the fun house <laughs> in this movie looked. I agree. <laughs> which had some very cool stuff like the big eye. Oh, that was awesome. I love that. Yeah. That was like, you'll never see that in a carnival fun house. Uh, and the little Humpty Dumpty dude? Yes. That was awesome. <laughs> it was. I'm serious. Every animatronic in this was so cool. Like, this would be a really, like, if there was ever, like, an auction <laughs> for, like, old, oh, old yeah. movie memorabilia, this one would be so sweet to get something from it. Absolutely. Um, so they go in the fun house. Uh, speaking of the animatronics, they go yeah. in the fun house. And then little Joey is outside watching for them to come out, and they don't. Right. And he just sits there like an idiot. <laughs> Freaking Joey. Um, Useless. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm fun with horror. We don't like little kids. That's right. <laughs> They're Trying to have fun. <laughs> um, he, uh, so the fun, ha- the carnival closes. Mm-hmm. Maybe my favorite scene in the entire movie. <laughs> the the all the different shots of all the animatronics shutting down. Yes, yeah. yeah. I, I love that moment. Um it did it cool. remind you of anything? Um at it, all? You know what this whole movie reminded me of, to be honest? What's that? Taurus Trap. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was getting at. Yes. I knew you would. Yeah, there's definitely some moments where I was like, oh, this is like Taurus Trap, dude. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, the, the animatronics especially though they yeah. like when they were shutting down. It just reminded me of of uh, the the mannequins. Yep. Yes. Trap. Exactly. Yep. 
And for those that don't know, Tourist Trap is a movie that we discussed on our very first episode. Go back and listen. Plug, plug. That's right. Plug, plug. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, going back to your original critique of this movie, Mm -hmm. it is 40 minutes into the movie. Yes. When the carnival closes down and they are inside the fun house. In this hour and a half movie. The titular fun house. Right. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So it's basically, yeah, like just under a half, half of the movie until they get into the fun house and the real horror begins. Right. Um, so they're watching as the assistant, the, the guy who was, uh, loading people into the cars at the fun house, who was dressed Mm -hmm. as a little Frankenstein. Right. (laughs) Uh, comes into his room underneath them mm-hmm. with uh, with Madame Zena, the carnival <laughs> fortune teller, right. who uh, he he's <laughs> trying to pay for sex. Yes, yeah. and she gives him a little three second hand job. Yeah, that's about complete. Right. Complete with wiping her hand off on the sheets, <laughs> which <laughs> was. I was like, oh, that's a nice touch. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this is the first death because he goes into a rage Mm -hmm. because he wanted sex. Right. Luckily, this movie didn't turn into a 70s exploitation movie. Right. I I, know. I was worried about that a little bit. I went, "Uh uh-oh. Same, buddy. Same. (laughs) (laughs) No, he, but he grabs her. He does rip her, her her blouse a little bit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But then he pushes her into the electrical box which sparks mm-hmm. and then uh and then he chokes her to death. Right. So that was Madame Zena's death. Yeah. yeah. What'd you think of that scene? I was crazy, man. Um, <laughs> I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> um but like I said, I was happy they didn't go a certain route. Which was good, but yeah, um, I really wasn't expecting anyone from the carnival to die by a carnival worker. I thought, you know, of the people that are going to die, it's going to be the, you know, the teenagers that are going to do it. So that was it was a little shocking, to be honest. I kind of went, okay, Whoa. okay, uh, yeah, a little bit. And I guess that's where the movie became what it became because, and part of maybe my disappointment, ah, okay, slight disappointment because I thought. Especially the way they were setting up the homeless people and the weirdos. Like, mm. I kind of thought the whole carnival was going to be evil. Yeah, me too. Yep. But well, the only true evil in this movie was the, the, the Funhouse Barker guy. Yep. The way he treated his son. Right. His oh. mutated son. Yes. Even the mutated son was... He, you know, he did some bad things for sure, but he wasn't right. totally evil. Right. He just was, he didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't even catch it, but the Barker does tell him to kill the kids, basically. R- oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Because the backstory that we get is that uh, something about the two girls who died a year ago in another oh, town right. with this, when the carnival was going through it. The father mentions it at the beginning of the movie, and then right. the Barker kind of talks about these two little girls. Right. And 
almost like the creature killed them, and then the carnal the Barker covered it up for him. Mm-hmm. So then he's saying that uh, the Barker at one point says something like, "You do this one last thing, and we're free." You know, right? I yeah. don't know. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. He does. He's a little controlling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just a little. <laughs> a little crazy. Yeah. A little. A little nuts, but uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, the our young heroes try to escape. Richie. What, what, is he ahead. unmasked at this point? No, no, not just not okay. just yet. Okay. I couldn't quite remember. Okay. Okay. I jumped ahead a little bit. But okay. uh, when the Barker is talking to him, he's unmasked. But uh, after Xena dies, the the young heroes try to escape. Mm-hmm. Richie says he's going to go into the room because they go past the room. And he says, I'm just going to check to make sure she's dead. Right. But he actually goes in to steal all of the monster's money. Right. Which I assume also belongs to the Barker. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I knew he was I knew he was up to something. I wasn't quite sure what. But I was like, well, he's not going to go look at the bodies. <laughs> something else. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think the first time I watched it, I was watching that closely because I had oh, no right. idea he was up to something. I was like, I guess, that's I weird. Know. Yeah, I, yeah, but I was like there's got to be something more to this. <laughs> and then I actually I thought he might be like I thought at one point, oh, I bet he's actually one of the carnival workers and brought them here to die or something. Oh, uh, that would have been interesting. Yeah, but I was wrong. <laughs> no, what ends up happening is they go back to their little place, and the Barker comes in to the monster's room with the monster, and all that happens, and the monster's Frankenstein mask comes off, and it turns out that he's a mutated, horribly mutated person. What would right. you think about that? <laughs> I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> 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 I mean... They could have gone so many routes there that I feel like I feel like if they had made him more Jason Voorhees kind of disfigurement or or look, I would have been totally on board. But this was like this was a this was a monster movie. I mean, they made him like a, I don't know. It was just so random. Yeah, he's even credited in IMDb as the monster. No, yeah, okay, yeah, he's totally from like a monster movie. It's not like someone that has. The disfigurement of some sort. It's a monster underneath that. <laughs> yeah, which I don't know, man. It I was, don't know either. <laughs> it was good and bad at the same time. Yeah. Um, because it was a cool mask. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, but it looked like yeah. a mask, and that was yes. the part that I didn't like. Yep. So the guy who played the monster is Wayne Doba. Who is actually a mime. What? Yeah, Toby Hooper hired a mime to play the part. Um, I kind of love that. There's something beautiful about that. Yeah, well, he wanted somebody <laughs> that could, you know, act with his body. Right. <laughs> I kind of love that, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I like the mask. Like I said, I like the design, but... I didn't like that just the entire movie, it just felt like a, somebody in a mask. Yes, for sure. Yeah. And it so. was stiff, too. Like, there wasn't, you know, I felt like if his if his jaw really did move well, it might have been different. But it just, like you said, it's a mask, and you can just, it looks like a mask. That's all it looks like. So Yeah. A cool yeah. mask, but a mask. Exactly. Um, yeah. 
Um, and one one funny thing that uh, it doesn't really matter, but I noticed that. So when the monster kills Xena, mm-hmm. he shorts out all the lights in the power. Right. But then when Richie comes into the room, the lights are on. <laughs> but then when the Barker comes into the room with the monster again, the lights are out and the Barker makes a big deal about <laughs> how there's no power. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, anyway, so so this is, I guess, at this point when the, mo- when the mask comes off. Mm. This is where the, mo- the movie kind of really begins, like the horror right. movie. Yeah, yep, yep. And I will say one thing is that even though I never saw the movie when I was younger, the the moment that the monster takes the mask off and he like goes yeah. um <laughs> that's kind of an iconic moment. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, that that shot of the monster's face the first time we all see it is uh mm-hmm. was a Fangoria magazine cover. Oh. Sweet. And if you go shopping in the Fango shop, and twenty percent off, <laughs> all capital fun underscore with underscore horror <laughs> underscore podcast. Twenty percent off, people. Twenty percent off Fangoria magazine, <laughs> which featured the Fun House on one of their covers. Um. <gasps> so then let's get back to Worthless Joey. <laughs> Stupid Joey. Who uh who gets captured outside. The monster tries to grab him from under the curtains. He bumps right. into the homeless guy like a little pinball. Yep. And then one of the carnival workers catches him. Yeah. Now this was this is the only good part for Joey. Like when the carnival worker catches him, mm-hmm. the way Joey cries, he's like, wah, wah. Yeah. like it seemed real. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yep, I agree. That was a horrible impression, but yeah, it was the one part that Joey seemed it really was real. Good. Yeah, um, and that was—I was worried too about him because that guy was creepy. So I was like, oh "Yes," boy. but like, that's what I was. Be weird. That's what I was saying. So that guy was creepy, but then all of a sudden the parents are there, mm-hmm. and whatever. Right? Yeah. Yep. And those listening with headphones right now can hear Enzo Hilliard <laughs> crying in the background. That's right. He's upstairs with mama. He's crying. No. Um What did you think of Richie's death? Um I kind of loved it. <laughs> like like cuz he first gets hung or, or strangled or, or whatever, but then I love that he's in the cart and they think it's someone else and Buzz, I think is the one yeah. that Buzz that hits him. Buzz like, hits oh. him. Oh. That's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that was fun. <laughs> All right. Well, then Liz. What do you is, think? Oh, it was fine. It was cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm more interested <laughs> to hear what you think right now. Uh, Liz right. falls down the hole. Right. Uh, and then, so what do you think of her death? Tell us about her death. Oh, that was crazy too. Yeah, she's in the um, like air vent or whatever next to the right. fan, which uh, kind of right, reminded then- me of Alien. Oh, totally. Yeah, there yeah, was a dude. way that the light was like flashing through the fan that reminded me oh, of, yeah. of uh, when he's in the tunnels in the air ducts in Alien. Totally. That's awesome. I don't think it Good was meant out. to be. Like, they didn't mention it in the commentary, but. Okay. But. I like that, though. <laughs> 
but yeah, yeah so. then the the creature shows up and just kind of beats her to death. And again, I was worried about this scene too of what's going to happen. Yes. Because I'm like, we all know what he wanted earlier, and now he's in this room with this young girl, and I got a little nervous, but he, not, I mean, he, he beats her to death, but there was no more than that, which I was like, oh, well, okay, great. I right? will say, Wasn't though. Wasn't there, or am I wrong? Well, no, okay. nothing happens in that moment. But mm. I will say that not too much later, Amy and Buzz are getting near one of the doors, and the Barker shows up. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the exact line, but he does say something that kind of implies that the creature had his way with her. Ah, okay. it's just it's a general implication, and then, uh, you know, and then later Amy ends up in the creature's room, and Liz is in the room next to Zena. So oh, that's right. You're I'm going right. to say that nothing probably happened, but yeah, it's somewhat talk. implied. <laughs> okay. If you want to well, make this movie a see it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this movie is 1981, not 1979. Right. Yes. <laughs> 2 years earlier and oof. We had a different movie, people. <laughs> <laughs> Last Carnival on the left. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> um So here's the interesting thing and this is the one it, Besides him crying, this was like one of the only interesting parts of Joey's, little Joey's uh, presence in this movie. Yes, his character arc. (laughs) Right. So the parents are there. They're putting Joey in the car. Mm -hmm. Amy is trying to scream for her father through this very loud fan that Mm -hmm. is, uh, yeah, it's not happening. Nobody can hear her. But there's a moment when Joey is looking at the fun house. He knows that they never came out. He saw them go in. He never saw them mm-hmm. come out. And in his mind, he hears Amy berating him at the beginning of the movie, and he doesn't say a word. Right, yeah. <laughs> so not only is he worthless, but he probably caused the death of Buzz. Right. At least. Yep. Yep. <laughs> what a... Sh- Stinker. <laughs> That's not what you almost said. <laughs> That's not what I almost wow. said. <laughs> oh no. It takes this a lot to make Andrew person. curse people. <laughs> right. <laughs> and Joey almost did it. <laughs> Friggin' Joey, man. <laughs> uh there's a very cool shot of Amy and Buzz walking into the gorilla's mouth inside the fun house. Oh yes, that was cool. Yep. That was a I great shot. So the Barker shows up, Buzz fights the Barker, and impales him on this sword. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And that was cool, but what was even cooler, I thought, was when the Barker grabs Buzz and starts to pull him onto him. Mm -hmm. And I thought for sure that he was going to kill Buzz along with him. Right. But, uh, But no, that doesn't happen. Um what happens? <laughs> I that's what I was trying to remember. I was like I remember that part, but then I and then I remember him being dead uh in like the I don't know, Frankenstein's arms or not Frankenstein, but one of the animatronic arms. Well, that's Buzz. I know oh, what happens yeah, yeah, yeah. to Buzz, but I'm talking about the Barker cuz the Barker's pulling See, now I can't right. remember. Ugh. I can't either. Shoot. Our listeners can tell us, can remind yes. us did did Amy didn't sh- Oh, wait, did Buzz shoot the Barker? 
Yeah, I think Buzz had the gun in his hand as well. Right. That, and that sounds right. Yeah, he yeah, just yeah, goes, yeah. he shoots, 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 and then the Barker's dead. Right, I think, that's I right. think that's what happens. Mm-hmm. So then the monster jumps down from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And honestly, so this is where I kind of lost interest in the movie. And I was like, okay, I'm ready for this to be over. Uh-huh. Uh, the monster jumps down from the ceiling. And Amy, at this point, she didn't run when the Barker came out, but this time she decides to run. Right. And she hears gunshots from the other room. And she decides to kind of stick around. And then, yeah, the animatronic comes into the room somehow. Right. Yes. With but holding Buzz in its arms, dead Buzz. Right. So then the monster chases Amy through the funhouse. She ends up in the monster's room. She finds this secret little entrance that goes into this gear room that runs the funhouse. Mm-hmm. And both times I watched this movie, I kind of like blanked out. At yeah. this moment, <laughs> I did the same thing, <laughs> dude. <laughs> like that I remember, because it takes so long, and it's yes. like, okay, we get it. But then she chains up the monster, and the monster's hanging from the little pulley thing. Right, right. Uh, we see a box go through into the gears to show how how powerful the gears are. Right. If yeah. They shred a box like that, or yep. boards, wooden boards. The monster is hanging from this thing, and then uh, this was this was stupid horror movie person uh, moment. Uh-huh. I'm like, Amy, move away from the monster. Like you right. can sit yes. and look at it, but at least get out of arm's reach of it. But no, she has to like <laughs> right. stay right there next to it, looking at it. Yeah, and of course it wakes up and it grabs her. Right, and there's a moment of tension. Do you think what's going to happen? But no. She she pulls away from him, and uh, the monster is pulled into the gears. And you see the monster thrashing and crying in the gears, and it's kind of mm-hmm. a cool shot, right? Yeah, I like that part. I thought that was cool. I was, I was, yeah, I like the gear death, <laughs> the gear death. <laughs> but then the movie cuts, and we're outside the funhouse. Mm-hmm. And this was something, luckily, that Toby Hooper answered for me. Because I was like, oh, all of a sudden, the doors are open, and Amy can just walk out. Mm-hmm. Did you realize why? Did you think was about it... that at all? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> you were just done. <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, I'm ready for this to be over. <laughs> <laughs> well, evidently, uh, according to Hooper, uh, the cars were constantly like bumping up against the outer door that was closed. and. Know. They eventually broke through the door, and you can see like the cars like turned over and stuff. Oh, funny. Okay, what did you think though of the last shot of her walking out? You know, during daytime after. Yeah, you know I like those shots. You know I like those shots. I know you do. (laughs) That was the first thing I thought of when I saw her doing. I was like, oh, Scotty, better like this ending. I did, and I like the crane shot. It's like a high crane shot of her walking Mm -hmm. through the the midway. Right, yes. And it also, yeah, like, I wish there was a little bit more, but I did notice people tearing down some of the mm-hmm. parts of the carnival, and that also gave me a, I don't even know what the feeling is, but <laughs> it's like, it's an all-over kind of feeling. Yeah, yeah. And the carnival's going to go to another town after they find all the dead bodies inside the funhouse. Right, yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so, oh my gosh. But that's the end of the movie. Yeah, dude. <laughs> what a ride. What, what a, a ride, ride that movie was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's something, man. It's 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 80s wow. cheese for sure. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um Yeah. I have a few little notes that I took during the commentary track. Um, oh yeah, please. So, first of all, where do you think this movie was shot? You're not going to guess, but I'm going to ask you to guess. Where it was shot? Yeah. Kansas. Miami. You were what? close. You were close. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was shot in Miami because shot in the dark. I forget why, but yeah. So that's, that's not rad. really that interesting, oh. I guess, but uh <laughs> Toby definitely admitted that the opening scene was a direct homage to John Carpenter and Halloween. Nice. Awesome. And Psycho in the shower. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that it was very interesting that Funhouse came out before Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Oh, right. And I will also admit, and probably because I knew Toby directed Texas Chainsaw, that the Barker uh berating the monster kind of reminded me of uh of mm. leatherface getting berated totally yeah, yeah yeah um oh yeah and lastly one of my favorite little trivia tidbits that toby hooper said <laughs> the moment the part in the movie where they're getting stoned behind the tent and this is yeah. not something you th- even think about when you're watching this movie but they the, it's a long shot right it's it's mm-hmm. them smoking a joint and then them walking around and then around the corner of the tent and going back out into the midway um mm-hmm. toby was talking about like we did about 5 takes of that and it was a long take and during the final take <laughs> um as they're walking out he's he's hearing screams from people and it sounds like people what? like screaming and having fun on the rides and stuff. But what it mm-hmm. actually was is that, you know, those those carnival rides are only supposed to go for a couple minutes. But because they yeah. had to have the ride going for the entire take, people oh were screaming gosh. because they've been on that carnival ride that you see <gasps> for like 15 minutes. Oh, my God. And they were like puking and throwing up and <laughs> screaming and like, get us off this. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> Wow. That was that was maybe my favorite little uh trivia that thing. That is brilliant. It's <laughs> amazing. Uh do you oh have anything God. else or are you ready for uh the three questions? I think I'm ready for three questions, man. Let's do it. Who would cross the bridge of death must answer these questions three. All right, question number one, buddy. What was the best death slash kill in this movie? I think I think we're gonna agree on this one, buddy. I think mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Richie. Well, maybe I don't know. Nice. I'm going with Richie. No, I didn't. Okay. Oh, right. yeah. Well, I, I liked the Richie. Creature. The creature. <laughs> what did you like about yeah, the creature? I thought death? it was. I just like the gears. I thought that was really messed up. And I was like, that would be a horrible way to go. <laughs> but I thought it looked, I was all about it. <laughs> that but would Richie's be a horrible a good way one. to yeah, go. Yeah, dude, of course. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I liked Richie because it was just such a double thing. Like, you thought he... It seemed like a boring death at first because he's just pulled up into the ceiling by a noose. But then... Right, right. When when they trick him and put him on the little cart and then Buzz axes him in the head. Yeah. Just the thought that Richie may have still been alive. Right, exactly. Yes. You're right. That's good. But yeah, I just like... I like a gear death. I like yours. I like yours, too. Thanks, man. Thank you. <laughs> All right, man. Question number two. Was this movie scary? Yeah, no. No. Not in the least. <laughs> I don't even know. This is one of those movies that I don't even know how it could be scary to anybody. Right. Yeah. But if, yeah, if the Funhouse did is... scare anybody out there, please let us know. That would be amazing. Oh, please. Yeah. That'd be awesome. And then question number three. Did you have fun with horror? kinda I'm still sticking with my original critique I think it was 50-50 I had there's times I think you know I think the movie goes on a little bit longer than it should and Mm -hmm. strangely I liked the movie I really liked the movie before the horror even begins Uh, yeah Mm -hmm. I don't know I, I thought I think, like I said, there's a lot of great things about this movie. The story and the plot and the pacing wasn't one of them to me. Mm -hmm. What about you, buddy? Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say 50-50 as well. I mean, kind of. It was... There's, like, I could see myself watching it again at some point, just because it's a kind of ridiculous horror movie. But it's not in my top ten. Yeah. (laughs) I'll tell you that much. Well, if you ever get to watch it again, I hope you get to watch it in 4K. Yeah. Because that would be cool. It really does bring out the beautiful cinematography by Andrew Laszlo. So nice. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you can watch it with Enzo someday. Ooh. And he'll be like, Daddy, this is the most boring movie. Shut up. (laughs) Yeah, right. Can we watch Titanic again? So random. Are you up there? Come on down now. I want to talk to you. Come on. Ain't nothing to be afraid of. I just want to have a few words with you. Come on. I just want to give you your lighter back. What are y'all doing up there? You know you're trespassing on private property. Come on. You're going to have to come down sooner or later. Ain't no other way out of here. Come on now. Oh, ain't no reason to be afraid of him. He's harmless. Once he's been fed. Well, Andrew, we have had fun with horror. We, uh, We have had fun in a fun house. Um, ooh, ooh. <laughs> but now it's time to find out what movie we're going to be having fun with next. So this one is one I saw the part of the trailer and then turned it off actually, uh, because it looked really cool and I didn't want anything spoiled. And it's just available to uh, rent or purchase or. If you have HBO Max, you can watch it there. And that is Barbarian. 
Yes. All right. I want to see this bad. I'll be honest with you, buddy. If you hadn't picked this one, I was kind of in a hurry to watch this one. Nice. Okay, good. I might have watched it on my own and then said, buddy, you're going to have to pick this one at some point. Yeah. No, I I really want to see this. It's an awesome cast. It looks like a cool, interesting story. I'm 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 excited, man. I'm really excited for this one. Me too. Me too. Yes. Yay. All right. <laughs> so, uh and as you said, it's only available for purchase or rental right now, uh but it is available mm-hmm. online, so I think you can well, go and to Prime. And if you have HBO Max, it's on there. <sighs> that's Did you say that already? I did. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, but that's all idiot. good, man. Yeah, Ziggy. H- no, you're stop not. playing with the fan. He almost put You're distracted, his, that's all. He put his paws <gasps> in the fan almost. <laughs> Ziggy, cow. Maybe he needs a nail clip and that was his way of doing it. <laughs> <laughs> like, Ziggy oh, the horror cat. If you want to do something right, you got to do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, my bad. It's on HBO Max. Sorry, I, I was distracted by Ziggy the horror cat. Yes. But uh yeah so watch barbarian now uh we are we are switching at least temporarily to uh bi-weekly mm-hmm. so the next episode will not come out for 2 weeks so you have 2 yes. whole weeks to watch barbarian friends yes plenty of time to watch it uh and we'll let you know when when and if we go back to a weekly schedule but for now we're going to be bi-weekly yes thank you andrew <laughs> and i are coming out as bi Weekly. Weekly. <laughs> Weekly. Uh, <laughs> so in two weeks, uh, join us back here uh, with fun with horror. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, but also, just another uh, happy Halloween to you all. Oh, yeah. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Go have fun tonight. Go get some candy. Scare some people and just have fun with horror. Yeah. Yeah, have fun <laughs> with horror. With horror. With horror. With horror. horror. And if you see Winston out there or Irving, <laughs> if you tell see them either hello. of them, tell them hello. They're probably sitting on their porch. That's right. And they've got, they got dates. Dates for your kids to eat. Yeah, not not dates, candy, not candy, not people, not people dates. No, but dates. No, no, the, the food. Yeah, the it helps food them, helps them be regular. It's a fruit, not a candy, <laughs> Irving. It's right. It's better for you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Buddy, I love you. I love you too, man. <laughs> we never know how to end a podcast, but we're gonna end it now. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> All right. Have a have a wonderful Halloween, my friend. You too, buddy. I love you. And everybody out there, thank you for listening. And uh, we will talk to you. Well, we'll talk to you. You won't talk to us, but we will talk <laughs> to you in two weeks. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
So what do you think? I think he's nice. Nice? God, I think he's a hunk. He is an absolute pistol.